Miami Hurricanes will be playing in a bowl game next month, but will they have a quarterback to start in that bowl game? You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm back. I'm Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much to the everydayers for making us your first listen. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and also available free on YouTube. I want to thank those who've been reaching out to me for the last four days because, yeah, it's been four days since Miami's last loss. I'm finally coming out of hiding or... I've been on a big family vacation for uh, the past several days is why I haven't been around. But I appreciate those who like reached out to me who seemed genuinely concerned about my whereabouts and if I was all right. Some of you were just like mad that I wasn't putting out episodes every day. So we are back. And today's episode, by the way, is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. And yes, since we last spoke, there's been another frustrating loss. Miami fell to Louisville last weekend. And we've just, and we've come to realize Miami fans just, we can't have nice things, right? Because for so many weeks, it had been the offense letting down the defense and the defense playing, you know, college football playoff caliber football in a lot of these games. Uh, and the offense just not moving the football or Tyler Van Dyke committing turnovers. Last time out, TVD played awesome. I mean, we haven't seen Van Dyke look that good since September. Mark Fletcher has himself a career game and looked pretty much unstoppable on the ground. Defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. And yeah, we had more questionable coaching decisions, right? We've had going back to the knee that wasn't taken against Georgia Tech. We've had issues with late game red zone clock management, two-minute drills, all the stuff that's been frustrating us throughout the year. And, okay, I don't want to get too ahead of myself because Miami does have Boston College this weekend, Friday, Black Friday, on the road. I don't think this is going to be an easy game. Miami are favored by nine and a half points, which seems seems very generous to me. Um, but at the same time, listen, uh, we still have another regular season game to play, but thinking about upcoming bowl game. I don't know exactly where Miami's going to play. A lot of the projections have us going back to El Paso, the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Could be against Utah, could be against, you know, a less high-profile opponent. But I've got a big question mark as to who's going to be the starting quarterback in orange and green in that bowl game, right? Because yeah, Van Dyke is the starter now, played really well against Louisville. He's going to start this weekend in Boston, but He might transfer, might decide to go pro. I don't know what his stock looks like right now, but, you know, not very many of the roads lead to him staying in Miami. And if he were to enter that transfer portal, he can do that December 4th, which would be, you know, probably weeks before Miami's bowl game would take place. So if Van Dyke is in the portal, probably not going to be starting that game. Jakari Brown, we wonder if number 11 might hit the portal. I hope he doesn't. He's redshirted this year. I want Jakari to continue to develop. Um, But, you know, he would be the only other healthy scholarship quarterback because Emory Williams has got himself a broken left arm. 
Uh, those are the only three scholarship quarterbacks. So Van Dyke could be in the portal. Brown could be in the portal. Emery Williams, certainly not healthy enough to start that game. So it's like, who's the quarterback going to be? Is Miami, if, you know, and I, listen, guys, I, I would hope and expect that if Van Dyke is just not, you know, not going to be on the team anymore, and if Jakari doesn't hit the portal, that Jakari Brown would be, you know, willing and able to start in that bowl game. But if he's not around to do that, do you line up Rashard Smith, the Wildcat quarterback for four quarters, uh, or, or do you go to one of your walk-on quarterbacks? Because Miami has several of those on the roster. Now, if you really hit that sort of a break glass in case of emergency situation and you have to use a walk-on, the guy who's got by far the most experience is Jaden George, who's a fifth-year senior. Uh, you know, he's been with the program a very, very long time because I think all of your other, I think there are three other walk-on quarterbacks that are on the roster this year. And I think they're all freshmen. If the roster that I looked at earlier today is correct, Aristides, Angelo Jr., Ripley Luna, you know, he and Colby Luna, his brother, you know, both came in as priority walk-ons this year, Joe Borchers and George, who I mentioned. So I'd love to know what you guys think, because again, especially if you take on like, if you do end up matched up with Utah in a bowl game, (laughs) you're not going to win that game if you're starting, you know, a walk-on quarterback more than likely, unless you just have like the perfect performance every other area on the field. But what do you guys think if Van Dyke and Jakari Brown are, you know, not available, possibly both in the portal come December, come bowl time? Would you start a walk-on quarterback? Would you say, screw it, let's have, you know, Brashard Smith or some, you know, some other combina- combination of players running throughout the Wildcat throughout the game? What would you do there? Now, as far as Van Dyke, you know, he spoke earlier this week to the media and he is non-committal on whether he's going to play in a bowl game or not. He says, I'm in the present moment right now. When I start thinking about the future, that's when I don't play my best football. So I'm just taking this day hour by hour, day by day, and worry about the next practice and then just focus on this game, meaning the Boston College game. That's all I'm worried about right now, Van Dyke said. And you know what? Listen, I respect that because first of all, the media training that these players get is typically to not talk ahead of or look ahead of the game that's coming up because yes, Miami does have their final regular season game. You know, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, I'm here with you guys on Wednesday night. You're either a day or two days away from your final game of the regular season. And Van Dyke probably wasn't too anxious to look too far ahead of that. But then the other part of it is, man, if I'm Tyler Van Dyke, like if I try to think about the future, my head is spinning. He probably still needs to have several conversations with his family and his confidants, his close friends, family about what he wants to do next. Right. Because does he stay in Miami? Does he go to the portal, which I think is probably the most likely outcome for him? Does he decide to go pro? The big chats that need to come with his Miami coaches and with his family, a lot of those chats probably haven't happened yet. So how can he comment on it when more than likely he just doesn't know? And then the other part of it, I think he was spot on when he said, when I start to think about and talk about too far down the road and I'm not in the moment, I don't play very well. I think we've seen that play out throughout the year because didn't he admit last week a lot of the mistakes that he's made probably come from him pressing, trying to force things, thinking about all the pressure he puts on himself, his draft stock, all that stuff. So, you know, but all this to say, 
very, very uncertain, even, you know, three, four weeks down the road, future for Tyler Van Dyke in a Miami uniform. And you might very well enter a situation where you don't have a scholarship quarterback available in the bowl game. I hope it's Brown. I hope Jakari Brown really just wanted to redshirt this year, develop, uh, and that he's, you know, because he can play in the bowl game without burning the red shirt, right? He doesn't have to worry about that. The red shirt has been preserved. I hope it ends up being him, okay? And guys, man, I, I've been gone for a while. We still have a lot to talk about. Uh, some recruiting updates. A couple of players that we had on Flip Watch have doubled down on their commitments to Miami. Miami has contacted a defensive lineman from the Ivy League who's going to be in the transfer portal. Could we be bringing up that team GPA this coming year? Uh, Lance Guidry addressed the rumors. Mark Fletcher had a little message out there to Miami recruits. And guys, we are only getting started right here on this episode of Locked on Canes on the Locked on Podcast Network. Keep it with us here. Your team every day. I know you're keeping it with prize picks. How could you not? Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you just pick more or less than on two to six player stat projections and you watch the winnings roll in. Guys, you can make up to 25x your money. You can turn $10 into $250 in just a couple of clicks. Just make your selections, and you can go cross-sport and cross-league. You can select two college football players, two NFL players, you know, a couple of NBA players. Uh, to, you can go all over the map with these, and guys, you can make your picks in under 60 seconds, and it's so much fun. And here's what makes prize picks extra valuable. They even offer a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and doesn't return in the second, that player is rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So, guys, go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnCollege and use code LockedOnCollege for a first deposit match up to $100. That's pricepicks.com slash LockedOnCollege and code LockedOnCollege. Price Picks really is daily fantasy sports made easy. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. So happy to be back. I, I'm not I'm not even back in like my regular setup yet, but I had to put something out tonight. I couldn't wait any longer. And by the way, I'm going to get in trouble for doing this episode because it's my wife's birthday. So in the comments, please, can you wish a happy birthday to Rebecca, my lovely wife, my amazing, very patient wife? Wish her a happy birthday uh, on the eve of Thanksgiving. So we're I told her uh, we're going to throw you a big turkey dinner for your birthday tomorrow. So please wish my wife a happy birthday if you have a couple seconds to do so. And guys, make sure you're tuning in every single day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. So um, Lance Guidry is certainly saying the right things to try and make Miami fans feel a little bit better because I know... A lot of people have complaints about the way the offense is run and the offensive coordinator and whether or not Mario Cristobal is meddling too much with the offense. With the defense, aside from the Louisville game, 
defense has been lights out almost the entire year. And Lance Guidry, he stood out for his intelligence, his creativity, his adjustments in really getting the most out of the defense that, yeah, there's a lot of talent on Miami's defense, but there's also been a lot of injuries and not a whole lot of depth on the defensive line. And yet that's, you know, been one of the strengths of the team for the better part of the year. And so Gidry's become a hot commodity, right? When you look at teams that are going to be needing defensive coordinators, LSU, which is, you know, from his neck of the woods, he's a Bayou guy. I, he He's mentioned to us he did not grow up an LSU fan or anything like that, but it's a lot closer to where he grew up. USC, that's a high-profile defensive coordinator job that's open. And Gidry, he's a Broyles Award candidate. He's made himself a hot candidate around the country. Here's what Lance Gidry had to say about the coaching carousel rumors when he spoke on Monday. You always want to be wanted, he said. Those places that are being talked about. I have an agent, and my agent hasn't told me anything about that. So that is just people chirping and talking. As, as the season is finished, I am sure Coach Cristobal will sit down with me and we will talk about next year's plan and what we will do here at Miami. He says, this is the job I have and I love it here. I think we're building something special. So I'm not looking to go anywhere, he said. I said it when I came here that this was the place, place that I was always intrigued with coming to and this thing and getting this thing back to what it was. He said, to me, it's just talk. Until somebody picks up the phone and calls me, I have a job here and I love Miami and I love our players and we are recruiting some really good players and I'm going to be here at Miami because it is the job that I do have. He says, there is always going to be speculations. Anytime that anybody does anything that is good, people are going to want him. That's just, that is just part of it, but the grass isn't always greener somewhere else. And okay, obviously part of what he said is like, well, you know, Nobody's called me, supposedly. So people will say, well, when those calls come, he's going to consider the offers. I think he's also saying, and I believe it, he is happy in Miami right now. I think he and Mario Cristobal have a really good working relationship. And I, I think he and his players have a really good relationship and a good dynamic here. Um, and I think he also understands, and this should be understood, that if he does start getting other offers, Miami's got to pony up and take care of him. He's earning it, right? If if that means an extension, a raise, right? You do what you can to keep a guy like that, all right? And, and then on the flip side, I know that with Shannon Dawson on the offense, the offense overall has not been nearly as successful as the defense, although they have improved in certain areas, right? You had several wide receivers over 500 yards this year. The offensive line, you know, obviously credit to Mirabal and Cristobal, the recruiting the talent. The offensive line has gotten so much better than it was last year. Um, but still, um, you know, the offense versus ACC competition has uh, has not been great. And a lot of people have to wonder, hey, is uh, how secure is Shannon Dawson here? Right. Could Mario Cristobal, could he consider making an offseason change? Could he end up bringing in a third OC in three years at Miami? Um, I would not be a fan of making a change there, guys. Do I look back at this year and say, oh, Shannon Dawson's done an incredible job. We need to lock this guy up forever. Obviously, there have been things lacking on the offensive side of the football, okay? But um, it seems like the chemistry is good. This is not like the, uh, the situation with Josh Gaddis last year where I think there was some toxicity behind the scenes, right? Not only was the offense poor on the field, I think that there were probably some other issues with the dynamic there that Cristobal felt like he had to make a change. I don't think there's any issues like that with Dawson. And guys, 
I value continuity, okay? Uh, does the offense need to improve? Absolutely. Does the coordination and the, the quarterback coaching, because that's one of his jobs as well, play calling, game plan, does all that need to improve? Absolutely. But at the same time, if you're just going to be you know, firing an offensive coordinator every single year until the offense is perfect, it's probably never going to be perfect. There, at some point, there's got to be continuity there, okay? Um, you know, we don't know how much Mario Cristobal may over-involve himself with the offensive game planning. I don't have an answer for that. A lot of people ask about that. I also know that Shannon Dawson wasn't the one going out there and throwing three interceptions in some of your biggest games of the year, right? Some of those questions have to be raised about the personnel and the quarterbacking. I'd like to see what Dawson can do with a second year of players knowing his system and, you know, maybe hopefully with, you know, fewer mistakes and more stability at the quarterback position. Uh, I I'd like to see what he can do in a second year. So I'm not really a fan of the idea of making a change there. I'm not, I, I, I think Dawson's uh, a good guy, intelligent. I'd like to see him get a second year to get this thing right. And I, I don't think giving Miami's offensive players another new offensive coordinator, unless you know, unless you know you can go out there and get Ken Dorsey or something. I, obviously, I know he's maybe looking for work right now. I don't think anything imminent is going to happen there. So unless you can make like a real home run higher there, I'm I'm not a fan of making a change at that spot. I'm not. Um, I, I've been relieved over the past uh, few days to come to the understanding as of Monday that. Chance Robinson, he's locked in. Four-star wide receiver out of St. Thomas Aquinas. He'd been recruited very hard by Ohio State. I know uh, some of the other in-state schools uh, had been in the mix. Ole Miss had been in the mix recently. He shut it down. Chance Robinson, I had a feeling this would happen, that he would lock things in with Miami because he and Kevin Beard have a great relationship. And I think his, his family, they, they're, they're all Miami fans. And, and I think home is where the heart was or where the heart is for him. So uh, I was just really relieved to come to the, uh, the news earlier this week that he's locking in and staying put. And it's my understanding that Artavius Jones, same thing. He had been recruited is being recruited very, very hard by Florida state, which is really nearby where he's from and where he lives. Uh, but he has shut it down. He's sticking with Miami as well. So that's really good to see. I know that there are some questions out there about what the status is going to be next year of Jameel Burroughs, the big defensive tackle that left Alabama and arrived at Miami, but didn't play at all this year because we kind of understood he was going to redshirt this year. Um, now there, there are some rumors out there that maybe, you know, Burroughs, he might not stick with Miami next year. Um, I don't know enough about that to comment. It's certainly a situation we are, we are monitoring and this player ton of potential, potential through the roof. I hope that, you know, if there, if there is any question there, I hope that they can get things worked out because, you know, defensive tackle, it's a position where Miami is going to be really, really thin. And so, you know, hopefully, uh, Burroughs can be part of that plan. Uh, for next year on the offensive line, not surprising at all. Javion Cohen has accepted a, a senior bowl invite. So, you know, he's going to be moving on to the NFL. He could have stayed another year. He does have another year of eligibility, but it looks like he's going to be moving on to the National Football League. I think he's going to be a high draft pick, about as high as an interior offensive lineman can go. So I want to congratulate him because, you know, I wish we could have had him for more than one year, but it is what it is. It's not too surprising there. Uh, and, you know, so Miami has reached out to Ivy League defensive lineman Joey Slackman. 
six foot four, 300 pounds. Uh, this per Gabby Arruti at Inside the U, been one of the best Ivy League players over the course of his career. So far this year, this is a defensive uh, tackle. He's totaled 50 tackles, 12 TFL, five sacks while generating 18 pressures from the interior. According to Pro Football Focus, he's an all Ivy League selection. Um, so he's got a 92.8 grade as a run defender, which is the highest of any FCS defensive lineman by more than three full points. He's got 115 career tackles, 25 TFL, and 11 sacks. Uh, he said he's already spoken with longtime NFL personnel executive Alonzo Highsmith, who's Miami's GM of football operations. He plans to speak with a defensive assistant at Miami. Uh, he ha he is being recruited and has been given offers by North Carolina, Illinois, Duke, Virginia Tech, Pittsburgh. So a lot of ACC teams in there. BYU, Houston, Rutgers, and UConn that they have already extended offers to him. So that is a situation that we are monitoring as well. And guys, more to come here on this episode of Locked on Canes. You want to keep it locked? Alex Dono, I'm back from vacation. We're not done yet right here on the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm also not done on LinkedIn jobs. Guys, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Then simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. Or, you know, it's a weird late night drop. So it might be your last listen today, maybe your last listen before bed. But I appreciate you guys being here and I'm happy to be back. And I want to let you know, we are going to have a Turkey Day special tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day. If you don't want to listen on Thanksgiving Day because you'd rather spend time with your family, how dare you? But I understand. You can listen to it or watch it whenever, but I will be answering you guys' questions. So if you want to join our exclusive SMS texting community, Locked on Canes Insiders, we give you guys recruiting updates, breaking news, uh, first in line for Q&As, and I answer your questions one-on-one. -on -one. You get text messages directly from my phone to yours. Click the link in the show description below to subscribe to Locked on Canes Insiders. You can try it free for 14 days. And if you like it, you can opt in for $4.99 a month. We try to give you a lot of added value on there. So we will be doing a Turkey Day Q&A tomorrow. So if you have questions on recruiting, on life, on Canes football, Boston College game coming up this Friday, you know, Chestnut Hill's been a tricky place for Miami to play over the years been a trap game a lot of years uh this year we just want miami to finish strong because seven and five feels a lot better than six and six man but if you have questions about anything going on we're going to answer them on our uh, special turkey day q a tomorrow so i'm trying to make up for lost time i haven't seen you guys in about four or five days we're coming back with a vengeance this week and also make sure you're checking out allhurricanes.com because even when i've been out of town uh brian smith 
Uh, all the guys there at, at uh, Chalupa Batman, our friend, everybody there, Lefty Liam, Rowdy, they've been holding it down and locking it down at allhurricanes.com. So make sure you're checking out all the great work that's going on there as well. Um, one of the other things that happened while I was uh, on my trip was, and I was so happy to see this, Miami has extended an offer to Shamanad quarterback, C.J. Bailey, Cedric Bailey, who's been a longtime North Carolina State commit, local guy. Um, you know, obviously everyone talks about the fact that he's teammates with Jeremiah Smith and they're very close. You know, he's teammates with JoJo Trader, who is committed to Miami, the four-star wide receiver. Jeremiah, the Ohio State commit, is the top wide receiver in the country. So, yeah, a lot of the buzz from Miami fans is, oh, Miami's offering C.J. Bailey. This is they're, they're trying to make sure they're they're locking in all these Chaminade guys and trying to flip Jeremiah. It's not just that. C.J. Bailey is having a really good senior season, and he has legitimately gotten Miami's attention where they don't look at CJ Bailey as simply, Hey, this guy may be able to get us some other guys. They say, no, this guy could be a legitimate quarterback of the future here. It's also a numbers game. Okay. As we've talked about on this episode, Miami might not have a scholarship quarterback available to play in the bowl game. Right. You know, Emery Williams, we love him. Uh, you know, he's, he's going to be out for a, a while longer with this broken arm and the future is still, I think his future could be very bright, but his future is not yet written. He's so young. You need to develop him. And, you know, I, I think Miami will try to dip into the transfer portal to maybe get a quarterback. We'll have to find out more about who's going to be available come December 4th. That's when the portal is going to be opening up, by the way. I should mention that December 4th is when players can announce their intentions to hit the portal. But you also need to be recruiting quarterbacks. So you have Judd Anderson, who we love. And he's been on this show multiple times. We love Judd. Judd is locked in in the class of 2024. Luke Nickel is locked in in the class of 2025, but you still need more. You need more bodies. You need more options at that position. So bringing in two quarterbacks in this class, that's something Miami wanted to do last year before Jaden Rashada got bamboozled by the Gator Collective, and then he ends up at Arizona State. You know, they tried to bring in two quarterbacks last year. Bring in two quarterbacks in this year, Judd and possibly C.J. Bailey, I think it would be tremendous. And, you know, again, um, I know North he's committed to North Carolina State. I have heard from our our pal uh, Kenton Gibbs from Locked On Wolfpack, who's like, tell Mario to keep his hands off my future QB1. I will tell Mario to do no such thing. I would love to get C.J. Bailey here at Miami. So I'm really happy that he did receive an offer from the University of Miami. So, guys, man, so much has happened since I've last been here. Um, I still feel like we have more to talk about. So. If I missed anything you want us to get to, hit us up for our Turkey Day Q&A. You can leave me a tweet, or do we still call them tweets? Send me a post on X at Locked on Canes. And if you follow us at Locked on Canes, we will follow you back. Or best way to get a question in is to join our Locked on Canes Insiders group. Click the link in the show description below. And we will talk to you guys again next time on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day.